Hey, I'm Emily with the Limitless Female Podcast. You are listening to episode 76, FHE series, Emotionally Confident Kids. Number two, being the boss of your brain. Woman, welcome. If you're a mama who is feeling all the feels of motherhood, the ups and downs of hormones, and maybe even depression, then you are in the right place. Limitless Female is your confident inner voice, helping you master your mood and create the epic life that calls you. My goal is to show you just how enough you are so you can show up limitless in your own life. Let's get started. Good morning, Mama. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for tuning in today and letting me into your car, home, ear pods, wherever you're listening to from. So I am really grateful to be here with you today and so excited that you're tuning in for the second of four in the series I've created for you and your family so you can teach them what to do with their emotions. Such an important thing to teach our kids. If our kids understood their emotions and what to do with it, they would still feel negative emotion like half the time right? Like we can't get rid of that. But you know what they would do the other half the time when they're feeling the emotion? They would feel it instead of getting on their screens or instead of yelling or instead of just trying to get rid of or avoid their feelings, they would just not be so afraid to feel them. And I think that really makes us happier human beings. And today in the lesson, you're going to hear a little bit about how managing our brain and learning to manage our emotions also makes us much more available to the spirit, which means we kind of put off that natural man and we get to be inspired easily by the Holy Ghost. And any of you parents out there know that the best gift we can give our kids is the ability to be close to the spirit and to hear the spirit. Because I think that Second only to you as their parent, the spirit knows what they should do, how they should do it, or what feeling they need to feel while they're experiencing something and how to comfort them best. I mean, don't you agree? The spirit only is probably the only other thing that can comfort them better than we can. And of course, that comes through the power of our Savior, Jesus Christ. So I'm so grateful for the spirit. And I think when we can manage our minds and our emotions we're just, we've tapped into that power so much um, better. And and I just want to give that to you and your kids. So this week, I'm going to kind of go through the lesson with you. I'm going to teach it to your kids um, so that you guys can hear it taught. And then remember, at the end of all four lessons, it's going to be available for you guys to download. And after the first 100 have been downloaded, it'll be available to buy, of course, at a really convenient low price. Um, And the series is going to have things like the scriptures available, um, the metaphors, the like characters, printables that you might need, as well as some activity suggestions and things you can do with your families. Uh, Family time can sometimes feel overwhelming and to make it effective. If anybody knows, I do, (laughs) because I can't tell you how many times I'm like, what do we do together? And I know that sounds horrible, but that's the truth. That's how I feel sometimes. So I want to make it really easy for you guys. And 
I don't know who else better on the planet to bring these tools to your kids than you. You guys are their parents. You guys know what they need. So without further ado, let's start this amazing, amazing lesson. Being the boss of your brain. All right, let's start off with a little exercise, you guys. Okay, so now I'm talking to your kiddos here. You guys in the car? Are you guys around? Or of course, parents, you can just listen so that you're ready to teach it. But let's do something together. Let's all listen to our a song, okay? And even better, even more bonus points, if we can pick a song that we know all our kids are going to have a different reaction to, okay? I am going to pick Bootylicious by Beyonce because that was my pump it up song when I was a youth before I would go to church dances, okay? So I'm going to pick that song. I'm going to turn it on full blast. And then I'm going to look around my car, okay? Or maybe you with your kids, you're going to look around at all their faces. Hopefully we have some very differing reactions. My four-year-old is totally jamming out, okay? He is like dancing with me and smiling and showing me his moves and giving me thumbs up and we're shaking it. And my 13-year-old is acting totally disinterested and his he's... He's looking very irritated. My 10-year-old, 11-year-old, sorry, story, she's turning down the music, okay? She is like turning down the music and looking all uncomfortable that we're having fun together, okay? And my 8-year-old for sure is like breaking it down, break dancing on the floor. And he also loves his booty, so he's shaking his booty for sure, Okay. And of course, my husband is probably doing some ballet moves. He loves to mimic my daughter's ballet moves. So that's what's happening with him. Okay. We're all enjoying this music in such a different way. So after we've done this little exercise together, I want to ask you guys, what were you feeling when we did this exercise together? What emotion did you feel when we listened to the same song, Bootylicious? Or whatever activity you chose. And I guarantee you, all of you are going to have different answers. Okay? My four-year-old would probably use the emotion of like crazy. And my eight-year-old might say amazing. And my 11-year-old might say awkward. And my 13-year-old would just say the word wow. Like seriously, mom, wow. Okay? <laughs> And my husband, I don't know what he would say. (laughs) But notice how we all have different emotion about the same song, the same circumstance, okay? And this can happen with anything, you guys. You can play Duck, Duck, Goose. You can all go to the arcade. You can all go bowling. You could even all go to Six Flags, which most of us would be like, that's amazing. But I still promise you, you, each one of you will have a different emotion about how that day went. Parents might feel tired. One of the kids might feel disappointed because a ride wasn't working. Another one of the kids might feel like they had the best time. Why is that, you guys? How come when we have something that's seemingly amazing, like Six Flags, or that I love, like the Bootylicious song, how come we all have different feelings? Well, the truth is that circumstances, things we do, things outside of us, don't actually create our feelings. OK? 
okay? They aren't actually good or bad. Six Flags isn't fun, okay? Six Flags isn't fun. Six Flags just is Six Flags. Fun is a feeling and we all have different feelings because we all have different thoughts about Six Flags. We all have different thoughts about the same circumstances, okay? About the same circumstances in our life. But this is the most amazing news. This means that we each have the option to choose our thoughts. We each have the option to choose our thoughts. And it might not seem like it right now because your thoughts are really sneaky. They're slippery, It's like they have slime all over them or goo and they just slip right through our fingers. And so it kind of feels like when we come home for Six Flags and we feel disappointed, it kind of feels like Six Flags made us disappointed, you know? Or if we come home from Six Flags and we feel so happy, it kind of feels like Six Flags made us happy. Sometimes on Christmas time, right? Christmas seems like a really positive, perfect day. But how comes even on Christmas, I can feel sad? Or even on Christmas... I can feel disappointed. That's because we all have different thoughts about circumstances. And this is the best news because it means that we choose our thoughts. And I want to teach you guys a little bit about your brain today and show you just a little bit more about how you get to be the boss of your brain. And you get to be the boss of the fun and the boss of the happiness, and the boss of the disappointment. You get to choose. Okay? So I want you guys to think about an elephant. Your brain is like an elephant. Okay? And just like most any other animal on the planet, elephants like three things, and so does your brain. Elephants want to be comfortable, okay? They want to feel good. They want to roll in the mud. Elephants want to avoid pain, so they don't want to get hurt for sure. They're not going to, like, bake in the sun without the mud on their backs. They don't want to get sunburned, right? And they want to save energy, okay? They want to lay around as much as possible, Okay, this is what your brain wants. And it's just like the lazy elephant. Okay, it wants to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and save energy. And we love the elephant. It's so cute. Okay, and we're so glad that the elephant wants to avoid pain and seek pleasure and stay um, safe right? Save energy. We love that because that's why the elephant stays alive so long, right? It makes sure it doesn't get hurt. It makes sure it doesn't, you know, run around too much without water. It makes sure it gets enough belly rubs or rolls in the mud enough and doesn't get sunburned. We love that. Your brain is like that. Your brain, like the elephant, is going to avoid pain. It's going to tell you, don't do that. That might hurt. It's going to seek pleasure. It's going to say, let's get some ice cream. Let's eat some brownies. It's going to say, let's go play. Let's do the fun things. And it's going to save you energy. It's going to tell you, let's not do extra work. 
Let's make sure we take the shortcut to the school bus. Let's make sure we do things with as little movement as possible. We love that about our brain, okay? Our brain keeps us alive with the least amount of energy. And you know what? That elephant doesn't need a lot of help to do that. We don't have to direct the elephant to to drink water or to put sunscreen on with mud or any of those things. The elephant does it all by itself, which is why I'm so glad for our brain that does all the things we need to do to keep us alive without us telling it to do it. I don't have to tell my brain to eat or to be hungry. It just is hungry. I don't have to tell my brain to save energy and relax. My brain usually makes me relax, probably more than I'd like to say. And I don't have to tell my brain to avoid pain, right? My brain, like we talked about in our last lesson, my brain makes me avoid pain. It pulls my hand away from a hot stove, okay? So I love that I don't have to be the boss of my brain in all of those situations. But sometimes my elephant brain, it has learned a few things that I don't like, that I would like to boss it around a little bit. So did you guys know that elephants are tied up to tiny little baby trees when the elephants are babies? And when the elephants are babies, they pull and pull and pull on this tree to try to get away. And they can't because they're just not strong enough. And so eventually they stop trying. Even though after a few years, that elephant is so much stronger and so much bigger than that little tiny tree, okay? But you know what? That elephant is still tied up to that tree and still does not run away. In fact, that elephant stops trying. He doesn't even know that he's stronger than the tree now and that he could get away. He doesn't even know that he can leave if he wants. Does it mean he can't leave? No, he can. He could totally pull that tree up and run away. I mean, elephants are so strong. But you know what? Elephants don't know that all the things that they can do because they only believe in what is in their past. They sometimes get stuck in these stories that aren't true. And that's when I want you to be the boss of your brain. So I want you to imagine that you are the elephant's rider, okay? That you can climb on top of that elephant and you can tell the elephant, hey, you know what? You're strong enough now. You're not the same little elephant you used to be. That tree is not as strong as you. And you know what else? There's some really amazing places that we'd rather be than tied up to this little tiny tree. There's a beautiful grove over there and I want to eat from it. And there's an amazing pond over there and I want to drink from it. And there's some new friends I'd like to make. Okay, that's what it's like when we choose what we think. But your brain, your elephant brain is still going to tell you all kinds of stories based on what you've done in the past. So if in the past, maybe you made a friend and they hurt your feelings. Your elephant brain is going to tell you, when we make friends, they always hurt our feelings. But it doesn't mean it's still true. It just means your elephant brain thinks it's still true. 
but you get to be the rider. You get to climb on top of that elephant and you get to tell the elephant, guess what? That's not true anymore. That was true with that one friend. That was true with that one friend that they hurt our feelings, but that doesn't have to always be true. There's so many different friends and you get to go out and make new friends. So answer this question. What areas of your life has your elephant brain been telling you stories to help you stay safe and save energy and seek pleasure? What areas of your life has your elephant brain been the boss of you? Telling you don't try out for the basketball team because you didn't make it last time. But you're older now, you're bigger now, and you're the rider of the elephant. So what areas of your life could you climb on top of that elephant and be the boss of your brain and say, yeah, that was last time, but this is different now. I'm bigger now. I'm stronger now. I know that not making the basketball team is no big deal. And it might be kind of fun to try out for the basketball team, even if we don't make it. So this is your opportunity, parents to help your kids discover what sort of limiting thoughts and beliefs that they have gleaned from their past and compare it with the elephant being tied to a tree and how it's no longer true, but they have to be the one to redirect their elephant brain. And when their elephant wins, when they're scared, we say, you know what? You're totally human. You're brain works great. The only reason you don't want to do that is because your brain is trying to keep you safe. It's trying to help you have fun and it's trying to keep you from using too much energy. And we're so grateful our brain does that. And then we get to ask our kids, but what is the rider in you want to do? What is the person in you that knows that emotions can't hurt you? What does that person want to do? And can you Get on the elephant as the rider and redirect your brain and tell your brain, no, we're so much bigger now. We're so much braver now. Things are different now. I got this now. Let's try again. So this lesson is all created for you to help teach your kids that circumstances are neutral, that we get to choose what we think about things outside of us, and we do that by first of all, accepting that we love the way our brain works when we're scared and all those things, it's because our brain is doing us a favor because we don't want to feel shame about that. And second of all, by teaching our kids that they actually have the power to direct their brain. They don't have to believe everything their brain tells them. And I want to finish with a scripture from... Let's see, Messiah 319. And it says, For the natural man is an enemy to God and has been from the fall of Adam and will be forever and ever. And here's the important part, guys. Unless he yields to the enticings of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so I don't really want to harp on the part. The natural man is an enemy to God. But I do want to point out that that elephant that I'm so grateful for, he's kind of like the natural man. And it says that we 
it will be an enemy to us forever unless we yield to the enticings of the Holy Spirit. This means that we will be at the effect of that elephant. We'll be at effect of all the thoughts that are just offered to us in order to keep us alive and and won't be able to thrive and hear the Holy Ghost guide and direct us unless we can be the rider of the elephant and redirect our brain. Because as long as we're listening to our lower brain, we aren't listening to that stronger, you know, newer kind of version of ourselves, which is the Holy Ghost, directing us to do all the things that we need to do. But that natural man, you guys, I am so grateful for it. It keeps me safe and alive. And also, it's the part of me that makes my life so incredible. It's the part of me that that is in sometimes opposition with what Heavenly Father wants me to do. Not not bad, but sometimes opposite, right? Like my natural man might want me to be really lazy and really scared and and not try something new. But the Holy Ghost, well, the Holy Ghost is part of my divinity and part of what makes me a child of God. And the Holy Ghost is going to direct me through my thoughts and feelings. But only if I'm able to let go of some of those beliefs and thoughts that my elephant brain thinks is still true. Like I can't get away from that tree. Like I can't be forgiven from my savior or like I can't try new things or like I'm not good enough as I am. We get to redirect our elephant brain by being the writer of it. And that is how I think we get away from the natural man and we're able to hear the spirit better. And um, I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. That just felt very appropriate at the end to say them in the name of my Savior because I love the scriptures and they're so amazing. All right, you guys, I hope you loved that. Hey, I wanted to let you know that till the end of the year, I am going to be giving away some amazing Limitless female uh, products. I am creating some clothing, some products, and I will be drawing from all of the reviews on the podcast. So if you are listening to this podcast, push pause, go down, hit leave a review, type in your review, give it as many stars as you want. And at the end of the year, I will go through and I'll pick a bunch of people who left a review and I will name you on the podcast. You guys can email me and I'm going to send you out things like I'm creating a, a shirt that says chief emotional officer or CEO of my life. Um, making another one that says self-love club. And they're super cute, you guys, um, and super good quality. I love t-shirts and sweatshirts that are so soft. So I'm going to create a bunch of apparel and different cute things that I want to be made available to you guys in the future, but I'm just going to be sending to you if you leave a review. So go below and hit as many stars as you want and then type in your review. And that way you guys can be entered and able to win some of this cute new apparel. All right, back to the podcast. You guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for showing up. I can't wait to get all of these out to you. Um, and you guys can share them with your family.
Am I building the anticipation enough? (laughs) You have to wait four weeks, but it's so good. Actually, two more weeks from here. Um, And I can't wait to make this available to you. And I can't wait in your review to hear how this stuff is changing your families. It's changing your life. I want to know. You can also email me um, a review or just any questions you guys have to limitlessfemale at gmail.com. All right, you guys, as always, have an amazing week. Bye-bye. If you have questions about anything you've learned here on the podcast or want help with something going on in your own life, hop on a free coaching call with me. In just 30 minutes, you'll have real tools for your unique situation. Go to limitlessfemalecoaching.com forward slash work with me, or you can find a link in the show notes below. Spots are limited, so grab one before you miss it.